section four of one hundred proofs that the earth is not a globe this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b one hundred proofs that the earth is not a globe by william carpenter sixty one it is plain that a theory of measurements without a measuring rod is like a ship without a rudder that a measure that is not fixed not likely to be fixed and never has been fixed forms no measuring rod at all and that as modern theoretical astronomy depends upon the sun's distance from the earth as its measuring rod and the distance is not known it is a system of measurements without a measuring rod a ship without a rudder now since it is not difficult to foresee the dashing of this thing upon the rock on which zetetic astronomy is founded it is a proof that earth is not a globe sixty two it is commonly asserted that the earth must be a globe because people have sailed round it now since this implies that we can sail round nothing unless it be a globe and the fact is well known that we can sail round the earth as a plane the assertion is ridiculous and we have another proof that earth is not a globe sixty three it is a fact not so well known as it ought to be that when a ship in sailing away from us has reached the point at which her hull is lost to our unaided vision a good telescope will restore to our view this portion of the vessel now since telescopes are not made to enable people to see through a hill of water it is clear that the hulls of ships are not behind a hill of water when they can be seen through a telescope though lost to our unaided vision this is a proof that earth is not a globe sixty four mr glacier in speaking of his balloon ascends says the horizon always appeared on a level with the car now since we may search amongst the laws of optics in vain for any principle that would cause the surface of a globe to turn its face upwards instead of downwards it is a clear proof that the earth is not a globe. 65. The Reverend D. Olmsted, in describing a diagram which is supposed to represent the earth as a globe, with the figure of a man sticking out at each side and one hanging head downwards, says, We should dwell on this point until it appears to us as truly up. In the direction given to these figures, as it does with regard to a figure which he has placed on the top now a system of philosophy which requires us to do something which is really the going out of our minds by dwelling on an absurdity until we think it is a fact cannot be a system based on god's truth which never requires anything of the kind since then the popular theoretical astronomy of the day requires this it is evident that it is the wrong thing and that this conclusion furnishes us with a proof that the earth is not a globe. 66. It is often said that the predictions of eclipses prove astronomers to be right in their theories, but it is not seen that this proves too much. It is well known that Ptolemy predicted eclipses for 600 years on the basis of a plain earth, with as much accuracy as they are predicted by modern observers. If, then, the predictions prove the truth of the particular theories current at the time they just as well prove one side of the question as the other 
and enable us to lay claim to a proof that the earth is not a globe. 67. 700 miles is said to be the length of the Great Canal in China. Certain it is that, when this canal was formed, no allowance was made for curvature, yet the canal is a fact without it. This is a Chinese proof that the earth is not a globe. 68. Mr. J. N. Lockyer says, Because the sun seems to rise in the east and set in the west, the earth really spins in the opposite direction, that is, from west to east. Now, this is no better than though we were to say, because a man seems to be coming up the street, the street really goes down to the man. And since true science would contain no such nonsense as this, it follows that the so-called science of theoretical astronomy is not true, and therefore we have a proof that the earth is not a globe. 69. Mr. Lockyer says, The appearances connected with the rising and setting of the sun and stars may be due either to our earth being at rest and the sun and stars traveling round it, or the earth itself turning round, while the sun and stars are at rest. Now, since true science does not allow of any such beggarly alternatives as these, it is plain that modern theoretical astronomy is not true science, and that its leading dogma is a fallacy. We have, then, a plain proof that the earth is not a globe. 70. Mr. Lockyer, in describing his picture of the supposed proof of the earth's rotundity by means of ships rounding a hill of water, uses these words. Diagram showing how, when we suppose the earth is round, we explain how it is that ships at sea appear as they do. This is utterly unworthy of the name of science, a science that begins by supposing and ends by explaining the supposition is, from beginning to end, a mere farce. The men who can do nothing better than amuse themselves in this way must be denounced as dreamers only, and their leading dogma a delusion. This is a proof that earth is not a globe. 71. The astronomer's theory of a globular earth necessitates the conclusion that, if we travel south of the equator, to see the north star is an impossibility. Yet it is well known this star has been seen by navigators when they have been more than 20 degrees south of the equator. This fact, like hundreds of other facts, puts the theory to shame and gives us a proof that the earth is not a globe. 72. Astronomers tell us that, in consequence of the earth's rotundity, the perpendicular walls of buildings are nowhere parallel, and that even the walls of houses on opposite sides of a street are not strictly so. But, since all observation fails to find any evidence of this want of parallelism, which theory demands, the idea must be renounced as being absurd, and in opposition to all well-known facts. This is a proof that the earth is not a globe. 73. Astronomers have made experiments with pendulums, which have been suspended from the interior of high buildings, and have exulted over the idea of being able to prove the rotation of the earth on its axis by the varying direction taken by the pendulum over a prepared table underneath asserting that the table moved round under the pendulum instead of the pendulum shifting and oscillating in different directions over the table. But, since it has been found that, as often as not, 
the pendulum went round the wrong way for the rotation theory chagrin has taken the place of exultation and we have a proof of the failure of astronomers in their efforts to substantiate their theory and therefore a proof that earth is not a globe seventy four as to the supposed motion of the whole solar system in space the astronomer royal of england once said the matter is left in a most delightful state of uncertainty and i shall be very glad if any one can help us out of it but since the whole newtonian scheme is to-day in a most deplorable state of uncertainty for whether the moon goes round the earth or the earth round the moon has for years been a matter of raging controversy it follows that root and branch the whole thing is wrong and all hot from the raging furnace of philosophical frenzy we find a glowing proof that earth is not a globe seventy five considerably more than a million earths would be required to make up a body like the sun the astronomers tell us and more than fifty three thousand suns would be wanted to equal the cubic contents of the star vega and vega is a small star and there are countless millions of these stars and it takes thirty million years for the light of some of these stars to reach us at twelve million miles in a minute and says mr proctor I think a moderate estimate of the age of the earth would be 500 million years. Its weight, says the same individual, is six sextillion tons. Now, since no human being is able to comprehend these things, the giving of them to the world is an insult, an outrage. And though they have all arisen from the one assumption that earth is a planet, instead of upholding the assumption, they drag it down by the weight of their own absurdity, and leave it lying in the dust a proof that earth is not a globe seventy six mr j r young in his work on navigation says although the path of the ship is on a spherical surface yet we may represent the length of the path by a straight line on a plane surface and plain sailing is the rule now since it is altogether impossible to represent a curved line by a straight one and absurd to make the attempt it follows that a straight line represents a straight line and not a curved one and since it is the surface of the waters of the ocean that is being considered by mr young it follows that this surface is a straight surface and we are indebted to mr young a professor of navigation for a proof that the earth is not a globe seventy seven oh but if the earth is a plane we could go to the edge and tumble over is a very common assertion this is a conclusion that is formed too hastily and facts overthrow it the earth certainly is just what man by his observation finds it to be and what mr proctor himself says it seems to be flat and we cannot cross the icy barrier which surrounds it this is a complete answer to the objection and of course a proof that earth is not a globe seventy eight yes but we can circumnavigate the south easily enough is often said by those who don't know the british ship challenger recently completed the circuit of the southern region indirectly to be sure but she was three years about it and traversed nearly sixty nine thousand miles a stretch long enough to have taken her six times round on the globular hypothesis this is a proof that earth is not a globe seventy nine 
the remark is common enough that we can see the circle of the earth if we cross the ocean and that this proves it to be round now if we tie a donkey to a stake on a level common and he eats the grass all around him it is only a circular disk that he has to do with not a spherical mass since then circular disks may be seen anywhere as well from a balloon in the air as from the deck of a ship or from the standpoint of the donkey it is a proof that the surface of the earth is a plane surface and therefore a proof that the earth is not a globe eighty it is supposed in the regular course of the newtonian theory that the earth is in june about one hundred ninety millions of miles away from its position in december now since we can in middle north latitudes see the north star on looking out of a window that faces it and out of the very same corner of the very same pane of glass in the very same window all the year round it is proof enough for any man in his senses that we have made no motion at all it is a proof that the earth is not a globe eighty one newtonian philosophers teach us that the moon goes round the earth from west to east but observation man's most certain mode of gaining knowledge shows us that the moon never ceases to move in the opposite direction from east to west since then we know that nothing can possibly move in two opposite directions at the same time it is a proof that the thing is a big blunder and in short it is a proof that the earth is not a globe eighty two astronomers tell us that the moon goes round the earth in about twenty-eight days well we may see her making her journey round every day if we make use of our eyes and these are about the best things we have to use the moon falls behind in her daily motion as compared with that of the sun to the extent of one revolution in the time specified but that is not making a revolution failing to go as fast as other bodies go in one direction does not constitute a going round in the opposite one as the astronomers would have us believe and since all this absurdity has been rendered unnecessary for no other purpose than to help other absurdities along it is clear that the astronomers are on the wrong track and it needs no long train of reasoning to show that we have a proof that the earth is not a globe eighty three it has been shown that meridians are necessarily straight lines and that it is impossible to travel round the earth in a north or south direction from which it follows that in the general acceptation of the word degree the three hundred sixtieth part of a circle meridians have no degrees for no one knows anything of a meridian circle or semicircle to be thus divided but astronomers speak of degrees of latitude in the same sense as those of longitude this then is done by assuming that to be true which is not true Zetetic philosophy does not involve this necessity this proves that the basis of this philosophy is a sound one and in short is a proof that the earth is not a globe eighty four if we move away from an elevated object on or over a plain or a prairie the height of the object will apparently diminish as we do so now that which is sufficient to produce this effect on a small scale is sufficient on a large one and travelling away from an elevated object no matter how high over a level surface no matter how far will cause the appearance in question the lowering of the object our modern theoretical astronomers however 
in the case of the apparent lowering of the north star as we travel southward assert that it is evidence that the earth is globular but as it is clear that an appearance which is fully accounted for on the basis of known facts cannot be permitted to figure as evidence in favor of that which is only a supposition it follows that we rightfully order it to stand down and make way for a proof that the earth is not a globe eighty five there are rivers which flow east west north and south that is rivers are flowing in all directions over the earth's surface and at the same time now if the earth were a globe some of these rivers would be flowing uphill and others down taking it for a fact that there really is an up and a down in nature whatever form she assumes but since rivers do not flow uphill and the globular theory requires that they should it is a proof that the earth is not a globe end of section four